Welcome back to the Influencer Marketing Roundup brought to you by Linkia. I am your host, Keith Bendis, and we are covering the month of November in social media and influencer marketing. November, one of my favorite months of the year, Thanksgiving. Say what you will about turkey. God, I love turkey. I'll take it in any form. Side dishes, just what is not to love about Thanksgiving? But November was not just about Thanksgiving. November was a crazy busy month, as always, in the creator economy. So this podcast, as always, three three pieces. First is going to be the social media platform news of the month, and there was a lot to go through. Second is going to be our standout influencer brand campaigns. Also a lot to go through. There was some great activity from brands this month. And then we will round it out with the top news Uh, reports and data worth reading from the month. So let's get right into it. We'll start with the social platform news. Amazon had a big month and so did Meta. Amazon Inc. to deal with Meta and Snap. The Snap news came after the Meta news, both allowing users to purchase Amazon products directly from ads within the social media platforms. TikTok has dominated the commerce and shop conversation. This came a little bit out of left field, but such a good move from Meta and Snap. Meta especially, because I really do think they are the challenger to TikTok in, in dominating the social commerce space way more than Snap is. But the idea that you can just check out using your existing Amazon account, that's your credit card information stored, everybody's used to purchasing that way. I've said this many times, I thought TikTok made the move to be a retailer too soon, and they should have waited until they had Amazon, Walmart, Target, and some of these others signed up. But I think this is a great move for Meta. The U.S. consumer has not been as quick to adopt social commerce as in other countries like China. And credit card information, logistics of shipping returns is a big reason for that. So this was a great move for Meta. Next, the big story at the end of the month was Musk telling advertisers to go F themselves. He did an interview on stage with New York Times Dealbook Summit. He apologized for anti-Semitic posts. That was nice, but he also cursed out advertisers who were pulling out. He basically said, if you're blackmailing me with money, you can go F yourself. Obviously, there was a lot of hoopla in the marketing industry. Musk can't seem to get out of his own way. He's destroying this company. He, he basically called out Bob Iger, um, but he called out every marketer, every advertiser. So I don't think this goes well for him. I assume more will likely pull out in the coming weeks. Um, but he's certainly making Linda Yaccarino's job much, much more difficult. More news from TikTok. They launched a new measurement tool to provide insights into how ads drive conversions. This was really interesting. They've launched things over the last few months in terms of attribution. This is something new that they're calling EVTA. So when a viewer watches a video ad for over six seconds, that counts on TikTok as an engaged view. So EVTA tracks conversions that occur after a user watches an ad for at least six seconds, so after an engaged view, but doesn't click and then converts within a seven-day attribution window. This helps look beyond clicks to see how is the value of the content itself when people engage, which is really important because we know people don't convert immediately on social media. It's just part of the journey. It's often the biggest part of the influence of making the purchase decision but it might not be where you make the purchase. So going to clicks was what TikTok did a month or two ago. Now, all the way to engagements, this is a really smart move for them. Facebook also did something smart this month. month they launched A-B testing for Reels, captions, and thumbnails. YouTube did this. Creators are very happy about it, and now Meta is doing it. You're going to be able to set up four different thumbnails or captions, not both. So it's one or the other. 
for a single video in a test. Different versions are shown to separate groups of your audience within 30 minutes. And at the end of the testing period, the version with the most plays will win and show up in the creator's profile. Really smart. We love A-B testing. We love anything that gives data then, and then optimizes the content itself. So this is really smart. More TikTok news. They added new conversational UI to help guide its algorithms. This is called the Customize Feed. It's an option in your For You page settings. It's going to let users enter in conversational guidance on what they want to see more, less of in stream, and that provides control to the user. So I can type something like, can I see more content from the people and the, and the creators that I follow? Or can I see more personal investment content today? You can guide it as you want in conversational format. I love this. People know I've been a big proponent for more user control over the algorithms, their experience when they're in the app. This is a great combination of the, all this conversation in AI and how it can help with algorithmic control. So I like seeing this from TikTok. Instagram enabled all users to download publicly posted Reels clips. It's surprising that they haven't done this to date. It was initially rolled out back in June, but only to a select group. So now it's letting all users download public Reels. TikTok, we, we know how big they're pushing on shop. They had some really interesting incentives for sellers during Black Friday and Cyber Monday, in addition to subsidizing product discounts for all sellers, which was the big investment for them and a big push for them. They also offered other incentives like ad credits, customer coupons, reduced fulfillment charges. Shop content, if you're on TikTok, it really is unavoidable. We don't, this is a whole other topic, but it's almost degrading the user experience to a certain standpoint because of how much shop content there is. But it is a clear signal, everything they're doing, that they are investing big dollars, and this is a big bet for them. Instagram, working on a new feature to let users have their stories up for seven days. It's going to be called My Week, as the name suggests. You can use this to ensure that your story remains live for a week. I think the most interesting part of this is that you can remove any story you want or you can quietly add to a story to the My Week as it goes on. So I think that's actually pretty interesting. But this is the in-between stories today or 24 hours or if you tag your stories, um, then, they, then they're permanent in your profile. So I like that this is the in-between. of It's a seven-day versus a 24 hours. TikTok also launched the new in-app feature allowing users to create their own AR effects and filters without needing third-party apps. The tool includes filter templates, over 2,000 digital assets to build effects, and they can also add interactive interactivity, which is triggered by things like tap, wings, smiles. AR is huge. Obviously, Snap was, was kind of the original in the AR space, but a lot of people use AR filters on TikTok. It's smart for them to try to keep you in the app experience versus there were a lot of third-party apps people used to build these AR filters prior. In the beginning of the month, TikTok also announced that their $2 billion creator fund is shutting down. Not too surprising. Anyone who's been close to this has known that it's it, it really was a failed experiment. A lot of these creator funds have been failed experiments. I doubt they dished out even half of that $2 billion at this point. But you talk to creators, they really weren't making much off of it. It's being replaced by the creativity program that was introduced back in February. They say it's offering much higher earnings for longer videos. And, and there's been data on TikTok longer videos are getting high engagement. So it could be a good thing for the ecosystem, but again, not a big surprise considering these creator funds really just weren't working. What's interesting that they announced this month, TikTok, is they're testing a new way to embed commerce into the app experience using AI. So the AI will identify products in videos and suggest similar items for sale on its e-commerce marketplace. 
It's really smart, but right now creators whose videos are included in this test not only don't receive commissions on any resulting sales, they're not even notified of the feature's presence on their content. So I really like the test. I think it's cool that you can think about a future where creators can automatically tag anything in their content that's shoppable and get a percentage of that, of that content. But TikTok really needs to loop in these creators right now, make sure they're aware and they're notified and they're making money off of these conversions. Final two stories, let's do Snapchat on YouTube. Snapchat rolled out ad-free subscription tier. No surprise here, every social platform is doing it. It's driven primarily by the EU laws. We've talked about that before, uh, but Snap is joining the fold. Obviously their plus usage is pretty strong from an AI perspective, but will people pay for Snapchat? I'm, I'm not sure they're gonna pay for Meta, TikTok, or any of the others, so I don't know how, how they would be paying for Snapchat, um, but they will all likely have an ad-free tier by the end of the year. And YouTube steps up their rollout of Shorts ads. It's going to be rolled out to more advertisers. Obviously, Shorts is a huge push for them. There's so much data on how many people are using Shorts. And for the first time now, marketers are actually reporting the ability to choose Short ads as a video format when they're doing their ad buying. So that will only continue for more people as time goes on. All right, that's the social media news. That was a lot of news for the social platforms from this month. Let's turn our attention to the top brand influencer highlights from the month. I feel like we have to start with Stanley. They dominated the social conversation because of the viral moment where a woman's car was burnt. It was set on fire. She opens the door. I mean, the entire car is destroyed, but there was her Stanley cup in the cup holder, basically undamaged with ice still in the cup. She shakes it and you hear the ice. Stanley, really smartly, the CEO posted a video. It was a duet. Uh, he commented on it. He said that they were going to send her Stanley Cups, but not only that, they were going to replace her car. So bravo to Stanley. These moments brands dream of, and they have to act on them swiftly, quickly, and they did a great job. So that was their big, I'll call it their ocean cranberry skateboarding moment for Stanley, um, which kind of was the talk of the whole town from November. Otherwise, a lot of cool activity. Unilever spins off a TikTok soap opera as part of their Clean Talk sponsorship. It's a content series. It's five short episodes. It riffs on the idea of a soap opera. We've seen this with a bunch of brands, actually, this idea of TikTok soap opera-esque content. But I like the evolution of Clean Talk for, for Unilever. You know, I used to work at Unilever. I have a lot of respect for that company. And they've really leaned into, into Clean Talk. And these idea of clean fluencers is what they're calling them. So I thought that was interesting. The other one, Snoop Dogg goes smokeless. If you didn't see this very crafty marketing, he does a video where he says, I'm basically going smokeless. People obviously assumed he was talking about one thing, but he was really talking about Solo Stoves, who he is now kind of the core spokesperson for, and it's a smokeless fire pit. Really creative content, obviously a genius creator, you know, celeb partnership for them. I thought they did a great job with that one. Um, and then the final one is the FTC sends a warning letter to select food creators about failing to disclose paid promotional posts. Really interesting. There's food and beverage trade organizations. They got this letter from the FTC, as did the 12 influencers. What's most interesting about this is the 12 influencers did use Instagram's paid partnership legal. They used hashtags like hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored, but that still fell short of what the FTC ultimately wants, which is disclosures in the video themselves. This is the quote. They said, clear and conspicuous means that a disclosure is difficult to miss and easily understandable by ordinary consumers. Consumers should be able to notice the disclosure easily and not have to look for it. The FTC is really cracking down on this. The safest bet for brands is verbal and written disclosure. 
in all of their posts, especially videos. Um, but everyone needs to pay attention to this. Everyone needs to decide what is right for them. And the FTC is making it clear they're going to be harsh in judgment. Other brands, just to give call out Marriott, we had Whirlpool doing great work. Lays did great work. As always, subscribe for our Influencer Marketing Roundup on LinkedIn. We put all of the brand highlights with, with the details there. So that's our. those were the ones we're going to point out here, but those are the brand highlights from November. Let's round this thing out. We have reports and data worth reading. First one, TikTok is America's next major news source. According to Pew Research, TikTok has rapidly grown as a source for news 14% of Americans now getting news from the popular short-form video app. Notably, 32% of adults 18 to 29 rely on TikTok news, representing really huge growth since 2020. There are obviously concerns about this, given misinformation on social, the fact that the algorithm means users often just see things related to their own interests versus painting a, a full picture. But this is not going anywhere. Social is a huge news source for consumers, and TikTok is rapidly becoming the main one for them. Next story, off um, our report, almost half of U.S. consumers bought something via social media this year. According to 1,000 people surveyed in the U.S. by Influencer Marketing Factory, 43.4% of them had bought at least one product on social media platforms in 2023. I also want to call out in a different study but related topic, younger consumers are relying on TikTok for holiday inspiration. So over half, 53% of U.S. adults 18 to 29, we use TikTok for holiday shopping this year. That was according to ESW's 2023 U.S. holiday shopping report. So people are buying on social and more than buying, they're using it for inspiration. That's probably the biggest thing they're using it for. And there was interesting data in the ESW report that they're using it, TikTok, especially for discovery rather than actually making a purchase. So we're going to see a lot of, of influence from these social platforms over purchase intent. And last report, TikTok says users spend half their time in the app watching minute-plus long clips. This was according to the information. TikTok had invited dozens of creators to its New York offices per, for a private event aimed at mobilizing them to create more videos at least a minute long. TikTok told creators that users are now spending half their time on the app watching content that's longer than a minute. And over the past six months, creators who post videos longer than a minute have five times the growth rate in followers of those who post only short videos. Uh, obviously, there's a little bias there. TikTok obviously wants you to post long-form content, but based on the data they're sharing, it's paying off for creators and users are engaging. So we're going to see a lot more of that. All right, that's all we have time for. This is the Influencer Marketing Roundup November edition. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the actual LinkedIn newsletter that gives all of this in written detail. Hope to see you in December. In the meantime, happy holidays all and happy marketing.